0: Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of The Arsenio Buck Show, or The Arsenio Buck Perspective. You know, recently on Saturday, I sent one of my friends a message, Mark. And I said, hey, Mark, now, I thought we were supposed to meet at 7. That would have been a very good time because it's still early for me. But then you potentially switched it to 8, then you confirmed eight 30. I said, I got a long day the next day. I'm only going to be able to hang out with you for maybe 30 to 45 minutes, man. Now, it's not about how young someone is. It's just about what my routine is. I don't want to come home between 1030 and 1130 at night only to sleep five hours, six hours, and have a horribly functioning day the next day. I'm not going to be able to make it. He said, "Damn, man. This is, a, you know, this is the second time you bailed on me." Da, da 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 da. He tried calling me. I was already in the Grab taxi that guy was going at least 600 miles per hour, but very safely. And I hadn't spoke to I hadn't spoken to Mark since. And if you ask me, Ooh, Arsenio, man, how do you feel about this? Like well, oh, I feel bad. What am I supposed to say to Mark? "Hey, Mark, Well, I kind of fucked up. I don't want to re-blame him. But if you had just kept it at that, I'm not a child. I'm not going to do that. This is what happens when we have a tendency to neglect people. See, it's easy to neglect the important people and things in our lives when we overcommit or overreach. See, I had no business meeting up with anyone at night. No one. No one. To be honest with you, when it comes to cancellations, this even comes with podcasts. I have a tendency but I, but between the, like compared to the morning, the chances of me canceling at night are far higher than the morning. Why? Because the morning is when I'm most alive and then the evening is when I want to tune I want to tone it down and get into my routine. So why is there Arsenio, that you would commit and go to a fitness class at about what 6:30 at night at the park? I don't know. Because I really thought I would. But then next thing you know, around 3 p.m., you said, nah, you're good. I said, then I messaged Mark. I was like, hey, man, I'm not going to be able to make it. Damn, man, you bailed on me. That was the first one. The second one already came. Luckily, he's still looking at my Instagram stories, and he probably doesn't hate me too much to this point. But thank you very much, Mark. But do you understand what I'm saying? I had no business committing to anything at night. Arsenio, have you met with Mark? You know, yeah, I met him at uh, 1 p.m. one day. Was it easy? Of course, because 1 p.m. is perfectly fine. I was excited to see my guy. Like my guy, my bro. Hey, Arsenio, the last time you went to a get-together at night, what happened? Okay, well, you know, it was at, I think, 5.30 or 6 p.m. There we go. So it's not too late, and it was probably about five stations away from where I live. So at night, I was like, Arsenio, do you really want to go? Arsenio, do you really want to go? I had to shut that voice up because I knew that there could have been something great that came out of it. And sure enough, there was. There was a lot of laughter, or a lot of people, but guess what? I wasn't able to go to sleep at night until 11 because it was very hard for my brain to process all the images, the information, and everything I had taken in. This is why I like doing things in the morning and in the afternoon. At night, I just want it between one or two people and that's it. Our but what if you go to a Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving dinner? Those are special those are, that's those are special days. You know, I'm probably at Thanksgiving dinner, I'm gonna be going with uh obviously Nen, who I had already mentioned on my podcast a couple of days ago, get some fine ass turkey. It's probably gonna be about six PM though. We're going to have turkey. We're probably going to have a bottle of wine, some drinks, whatever it may be. And then we're going to be able to, okay, that's it. We're good to go. We might be finished by about 9 p.m. Get home, 10 p.m. It doesn't matter because that's a special day. Okay, what about Christmas? Christmas Christmas is going to be even more special -er. What about New Year's sleeping? Do you guys understand what I'm saying? So when is it that you overcommit? When is it that have you ever committed to something that you knew you were going to cancel to begin with? That's my problem. So again, it's all about keeping your agreements. And if you keep if you can't keep your agreement, you need to get in contact with that person that you're not going to keep that agreement with as soon as possible. Me, I waited. And I waited and I waited till the morning of after he had already gotten contact with a few other people. So Again, this is probably one of the most important lessons in all of this. You're probably going to have to listen to it twice, and you're going to have to read these prompts over and over. There are eight of them, and I'm going to break this down little by little. I'm going to give you another – I'm going to give you one more story before I get into these prompts. A girl who I had spoken to before until I just realized she was just too much toxicity, too much noise, and too much, what the fuck did you just do? yeah. Uh, cut her off about a month ago. She still lingers around, don't really care. I don't really, I don't like those conversations with her or anything whatsoever. Um, but, you know, when it came to her, I was like, okay, Arsenio, you would cancel her just two hours before you met. So right now, 4.14 PM, you would cancel her. Why? Because something inside me told me to cancel. Because I knew that if I saw her, I don't appreciate her company. She doesn't listen. We don't have those amazing outings like we used to. And this is why I felt so bad. This is why I was like, man, this really sucks, man, because I don't have that amazing individual until finally when I cut her loose, I had another amazing soul that I was able to follow and that I was able to generate that wonderful, you know, those wonderful feelings with and those wonderful conversations. See, Sometimes we have a tendency, and I'm not telling all of you to just cut off these toxic, uh, toxic relationships, but since I got rid of her, I met some pretty cool people. One, be, of course, being Nen. Never have I met someone on the same page like her ever. The closest I've ever been to someone like her was probably 2017, but again, her attitude and her view of everything was completely different from mine. Another time 2017, but nah, not much. Not much fire. This specific girl, she could talk forever and she's an amazing listener with amazing feedback. But for other people, I would cancel. Like, hey man, nah, I can't make it. Man, why you always cancel? Why you always cancel? Well, to be honest with you, I just don't wanna see you. I don't know why I committed to even wanting to see you. Maybe because I felt lonely for some reason, but no, I don't wanna see you, sorry. Now, let's get into some prompts. Number one, an area where you're neglecting someone or something important in your life. Something that's important. If I look at Mark, no offense, is Mark one of the most important figures in my life? Fuck no. Okay. The girl who I used to speak to like a month, two months ago, were they the most important people in my life? No, but they helped me a lot. I'm so grateful for her, but they would push their or she would push her agenda onto me. And so what I think she was, well, was she just as important? Not really. Now, if I look back to a Vietnamese girl who I would date, uh, who I dated last year, was she important to me? Yes, absolutely. But did you give her enough time? Well, again, she wanted me to call her at night, but normally I go to sleep. Okay, how can you figure out this schedule? Because if you don't speak to her one day, you already know how she did, you know, earlier this year. She straight up broke up everything. And of course, everything ended up resulting in the same fucking story. Why? Because I didn't make those minor adjustments. Yeah, you know, I was just having a conversation with Nen, and I love it because I'm learning, this is, this is after my transformation, this is after my life coaching, this is after my healing sessions. With Nen. I'm like, hey man, I don't want you to make it look like, you know, we can meet other places too because I don't want you to look like, oh, I always have to pick you up, pick you up, pick you up, pick you up. She's like, hey, I got no problem with that. I just need help with directions. Can you help me? And so right when she said that, I said, Arsenio, the least you could have done was drive with her to that other place, which she told you if you could do that for her, so she could find her way home. But I didn't do that, unfortunately. Why? Because, well, I thought about myself rather than me. I mean, I'm sorry. I thought about myself rather than her. She knew, and I knew that she possibly could have gotten lost, and she did. All I had to do was just go a couple of stations over, literally, probably less than a mile, probably about a mile, and just take the train right back home, which only takes three to four minutes. But instead, I said, okay, just go up here. Go straight. You got this. You got this. No, Arsenio, but you know she has problems with directions. Go with her. See, I coach myself through these things and I know what I could do next time because it's not like it was a cry for help, but she was like, hey, I just need help. I need help. I need help with the you know, directions because I'm really bad at directions. So now I know in the future, okay, Arsenio, what can you do to make her life easier? You see what I mean? This is, these are the little things and guess what? Yes, she is an important part of my life because she's an amazing individual. Now, if I look at Mira, Mir has always been an important part of my life, but I feel like that I'm not an important part of her life. She has a family. She has a kid. She has all those wonderful things. things, I absolutely agree. However, the problem is if I send you a message and you get in touch with me a week later, but when you send me a message, you expect me to respond in one hour, that's bullshit. We got to fix that. We have to fix that. Hey, here's my schedule. Can you let me know what's this? What's that? You got 24 hours. You have more. You have 30 hours. I get it. You're busy. I get it. But just set up the schedule. Next thing you know, a day later, she sends you know she sends me messages on Instagram. No, fuck that. Nope, nope. You know what? You're so busy. Come back next month. Come back in December. If you never come back, you never come back. But this is the problem with some relationships. You guys get what I'm saying? So. Let's look at number two, an area where that neglect will cause you regret later is. This could be in terms of health, this could be in terms of so many different things, right? Like if you continue neglecting something and it's going to be something you regret later, hell man, oh man, we look at the first relationship I ever had back in 2008. I did so many things, like there was so much regret, there was, oh my goodness gracious. Did I regret it? No, not really. But it ended up backfiring on me because she left me and she got into another relationship with another guy she was developing feelings with during the month of December when my feelings for her were at an all-time high. That was 12 years ago. First love. That was great stuff. That was so fun. Now, last time I heard, probably about 10 years ago, she had a kid. Bravo. Fantastic. Her kid should be, to this day, 10 years old, and hopefully she's still with the same baby's mama drama, whatever you call that thing, you know? So again, I don't have regret, but just know if you have children and you're always work, 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 and that child's like, daddy, 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 and you say, no, get away from me. Wait, I'm doing something. That child looks at that as neglect. You don't register it, but that child just had an emotional bank withdrawal, not a deposit, which you could have done. By simply saying, hey, come over here. Sit on my lap. What's going on? Okay, we're going to do this. Thank you, sweet, horrible talk. All right, so wh- wh- what, you want some hot dogs? Okay, let's do this. Two minutes hot dogs on me. You want a movie too? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, two minutes. Okay, thank you, daddy. See what I mean? But if you say, no, get away from me. Guess what? That's an, emo- that's a- that's an emotional withdrawal. You continue doing that, and then you see all these angry-ass teenagers just completely rebelling against their parents because their parents impose their fucking will on them when their bank accounts are completely over fuck-all, withdrawn. Number three, an area where I can return your, or fo- where I can, where you can return your focus, reallocating your attention to things that matter is. Too much news, less bullshit, Less weapons of mass distraction, more this. Got it? Guys, COVID has been here for seven months already. All right? If y'all still on that COVID bullshit, I don't know what else to do. Okay? COVID was so, was so May. Ha <laughs> Okay, I get it. Oh, well, I live in, you know, America. Listen, those are things you cannot control. What can you do now? Can you reallocate your attention? Remember, that's that little process I did in the fundamental course. I realized that I was looking at money from a bad perspective. I was looking at this from a bad perspective. I was looking at this. I realized, man, there were so many things going on and I was focusing on so many negative things that nothing was getting done. You need to reallocate your attention to the things that matter, to building you, to providing value. Number four, some areas in your life where you feel you oh, you are overcommitted right now. Write those down. Write them down. Please write them down. I'm talking about overcommitted, overcommitted. Straight up. You know, when it comes to being overcommitted, it could be like, hey, or sitting on you feed this day, hey, or sitting here you feed this day, hey, or sitting here you feed this, hey, this day. Let me give you an example of overcommitted. Back in July. Arsenio, are you free? Okay, you're gonna start at 8.30. You're gonna do, okay, 12.30. You have a thirty-eight 30-minute uh, 30 lunch and then you're gonna teach five and a half hours. What? I'm overcommitted to these fuckers and they're only paying me this amount of money. What am I doing? Arsenio, where are your values? You're just letting them walk all over your values right now. Arsenio, you have a student at like five in the morning that you need to tend to. Arsenio, you have a podcast with a TEDx speaker in the evening. Arsenio, you have a private class with one, with one of your students that you've known for the longest. You got to reallocate time. You got to cut everything off at 4 p.m. from now on, Arsenio. Oh, but if I cut everything off at 4 p.m., I'm going to have to go home very early to a very, very loud place. You see what I mean? Like It's just over and over and over. That's what happened. I was overcommitted to people who really didn't give a fuck about me, my salary, or my well-being. I quit that job. Never looked back. Best thing I ever did. I went on three months. Doesn't really matter. Not really counting because I'm building abundant wealth online. I'm no longer helping those fuckers make money. I want to make my own money. Now, number five, the things you need to learn to say no to more often are Now, luckily, I don't get people saying, hey, Arsenio, let's hang out at night. Oh, sorry, dude. If it's a special occasion, if we hang out at six, I can do it. Arsenio, we're going to go to a bar over here at this time at like 5 p.m. Yeah, okay, I'm down. I can do that. 5 p.m., I'm good at 5 p.m. But 8 p.m., fuck no. 7 p.m., fuck no. 6 p.m., it's arbitrary. It's got to be very important. 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., it's only important. It's got to be important. Like, when I met up, you know, it's funny. The last time I had hung out with one of the, uh, you know, the, the, the quote-unquote friend about two months ago, I believe. You know, I put on everything. I put on one of my shirts, and then I got some drink on, and then I went out to the bar, and there were no people there. There were no people in that intersection. There were no people at that fucking t- t- little-ass restaurant. The food wasn't even that good. And I was sitting across from someone who wasn't even, like, who wasn't even a big part of my life. And I didn't even want a big part about my, a part of my life. There were so many things going through my mind, man. <sighs> you got to learn to say no. And so, you know, I always had her. She always asked me, hey, when am I going to see you again? No. But I would always say, okay, all right, I'll see you this time. And I would see you so late. So then I only saw her for an hour and that's it. Or I would see her and squeeze her in for 30 minutes one day so I could hurry up and get the hell out of there. See, guys, that's not good enough. You need to say no to people who you simply don't want to fucking be around, period. Number six, an opportunity you really want to chase right now that you could res or that you could schedule to revisit in a few months. So, again, an opportunity that you could schedule. Or just reschedule for a few months out. So don't overcommit to something now that you're gonna cancel, but it could reap hella rewards. How about you just reschedule it for a few months? So, again, something that I'm absolutely ecstatic about is the fact that I'm going to be doing, you know, uh, the workshop again at uh, one of the biggest banks here in Bangkok. And I said, okay, when is it? Okay, next month. Okay, it's gonna be on a Friday. Friday this day, Friday that day. I said, okay, wonderful. See, I'm not overcommitted. That gives me a lot of time to prepare. You see? So understand that. Number seven, the main things you want to move that needle toward your success that you should be focused on right now, despite all the exciting interests and opportunities you could chase are what? And that last one, the way you'll remind yourself not to take on too much is give yourself a trigger, a verbal cue. Wait, 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 wait. Because the moment you question it, that's the moment that one side of you is saying, "Uh, you're going to be approaching overcommitment. And luckily, again, I don't have those types of things. I don't. If I had someone who bugged me over the last two weeks is one of the gym ladies, right? She kept saying, are you gonna come? Are you gonna come? Are you gonna come? Thought about it. I said, okay, Arsenio, well, your money's fine. Well, obviously it's fine. So do you wanna go? Okay, well, your body's actually missing it. You're missing it. You do want that pain again. You want to you keep pushing your body because your body is in the best shape it's ever been, period. Go, go buy 10 sessions, go get that shit in. Let's go, Arsenio, stop bullshitting. Health is everything, right? See what I mean? So, guys, with these eight prompts, you can find them. Again, Brendan Burchard's thing, or you can just go on to my blog. And with that being said, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And let me know what you think. Over and out.